Hello, my little anklets. Um, happy Friday and welcome to Sun Whale. This is my fun little corner of the internet. My name, of course, is Lauren, and I know you're thinking right now, who the hell is this girl? Why should I listen to her? What's she even going to talk about? So let's get all those nitty gritty intro details out of the way so that we can jump into the fun stuff, because this is the first episode of Brain Whale. Okay, so first let's talk about my plans for this channel. Ideally, I'd like to have two shows a week, one on Tuesday or Wednesday, and then one on Friday. Um, Friday's episodes are the main ones, so they're called Brain Whale episodes. Uh, Brain Whale is a term I've used for a while to refer to a really big concept that you can dive deep into, really check out all the different ideas and nuances about it, um, and they're more like discussion points as opposed to hard black and white opinions. And so on Friday's episodes, I really want to look critically at different big ideas in the design, tech, and media industries, um, anything interesting that I can find. Hopefully we can get a conversation going and I'll try to sound at least slightly intelligent. And I'm really excited to look at a subject or question from all angles with you. Um, so make sure that you call in, I'll be doing that a lot. <laughs> So that's my main idea behind Brain Whale. And then on either Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on my schedule that week, I'll be hosting The Sunshine Show, <laughs> which is a really cheesy name, but I will be talking about the really important things in life, like the really cute dog I saw on the street yesterday, or um, the movie that I'm struggling to understand, or you know the most recent Netflix series that I've binge-watched. Um, and then obviously I want to hear what you guys are getting yourselves into, you know, what's making you happy, what, what are you discovering this week. Um, hopefully we'll get some positivity spread around this big ol' app and uh, people will enjoy that. So, if you like the sound of that, give this channel a star, or don't, and just manually search my name twice a week. I'm not your boss, so you can do what you want. <laughs> Um, but please call in and let me know what topics you haven't seen covered in other podcasts or what you're interested in me talking about. And also, you feel free to call in and let me know what kind of stuff is helping you get up in the morning so that I'll have plenty of ammo for this coming Tuesday Sunshine Show. And now, on to who I am. Who is this mysterious voice? Who is Lauren? Um, so other than being an international super spy, I'm also Canadian. <laughs> Um, I'm about a year out from graduating from the University of Waterloo, where I take this rad little program called Global Business and Digital Arts. So I've spent the last three years in school learning about design thinking, marketing, user experience, project management, and probably a whole bunch of other things, um, but those are sort of the main four. Um, and then outside of my professional interests, I spend the majority of my time doodling, reading, trying to consume every movie and television show known to mankind, and mostly just trying to learn more than I did the day before. I love to learn new things, and more importantly, I really like to talk about them with other people, so Anchor is a perfect medium. I'm really enjoying this app. But enough about me, I'm sure I'll pepper you with my colorful backstory throughout our time together. Let's get on to our first brain whale. It's going to be a little bit shorter of a topic today, maybe, so we can just dip our toes in and test the waters. So, back in March, I had the pleasure of watching the HBO TV series Westworld. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, or are on the fence about whether you want to invest the time to watch, I really highly recommend it. The performances are super strong, it's shot like a dream, the writing's superb, and also, Anthony Hopkins, obviously. 
Um, but seriously, Westworld was released at a very interesting time period in our scientific journey. Um, machine learning and artificial intelligence even a decade ago was kind of quaint, very futuristic idea. Um, movies like The Terminator, 2001 A Space Odyssey, and The Matrix made ideas of AI entertaining, um, pretty scary, and also began to explore uh, its potential for how AI could play out in our society. However, I felt Westworld made the concept of artificial intelligence very real, very human, and very imminent. Like it's happening right now. Um, and in addition to countless other themes that were um, explored throughout the story, Westworld sort of did what its predecessors um, did and looked at how AI would affect us as a society, but it also began to treat the hosts of Westworld as entities as well, and kind of started looking at how we could potentially affect them and their existence. Now, this topic is really fascinating to me, especially when it comes to concepts like the uncanny valley, AI's potential cultural influence, uh, whether we should even be trying to create AI in the first place, um, and I could just even straight up talk about Westworld, but um, this is Brain Whale, so I want to go into a deeper dive than that. So first, let's have a call-in. I want to know what your initial thoughts on artificial intelligence are. Do you like the sound of it? Do you not like it? Are you kind of on the edge? Um, what do you feel separates humans from really refined artificial intelligence like we see in C-3PO, uh, the Westworld hosts, or um, Stanley Kubrick's HAL 9000? Um, also, can thinking truly be coded? And if so, what does that mean for humans? Um, does that still make us special? Does that still make us different? Um, there are so many different angles this discussion would go, so I'm excited to see what ideas you all have to say. Alright, so these concepts about artificial intelligence are all going to be players in today's brain whale. So part of my job right now is actually to handle social media accounts for my employer, and I was looking for some relevant articles to post on their Facebook page, but I came across a really fascinating separate article about artificial intelligence. It happened to be on Psychology Today of all places, um, and if you want to read the article, you can check it out on my Twitter. I'll put my um, Twitter handle in my channel description so you can just follow that on through. The article is called The Age of Artificial Consciousness, and inside it asks a lot of interesting questions um, and has a lot of really good ideas, um, but it asks things like, can we afford to design unethical robots, and can we make robots properly care for living organisms, and on a more uh, general scale, can machines learn to empathize and have emotions? Um, I want to avoid summarizing the article entirely, but I will say both the author and I agree that the main difference that will separate humans from artificial intelligence will be mankind's capacity for emotional intelligence. Our ability to be affected by things, to form values, and to relate to others emotionally is a fundamental human quality, and I feel like some of us would rather not have emotions sometimes, but it, it truly is part of what makes us human. And currently, that level of sophistication isn't able to be programmed into AI. They might be able to be as smart as us or smarter than us, but they're not able to connect on that level. 
However, a lot of scientists do seem to think that it's possible. Um, and personally, I find this possibility really amazing, almost mind-blowing, but also a little bit terrifying. Um, it kind of reminds me of Jeff Goldblum's character in the original Jurassic Park movie, when he says that the scientists were so blown away that they were able to bring dinosaurs back to life that they never really stopped to think if they should bring them back to life. So here, I could maybe get into some of the smaller ideas that were touched upon in the article, like our apparent god complex when it comes to creating artificial intelligence, but I'd like to examine the possibility of artificial intelligence learning to be emotionally intelligent. Because whether our robots gain artificial consciousness or not, I think we'll be having some interesting questions to ask ourselves as this sort of research advances. So, what happens if we develop highly intelligent AI that doesn't have any emotional intelligence? I have a few thoughts here, but I'm really interested to hear your take on the subject a little later on. As the article states, the key differentiator between a sophisticated AI and a human currently is our capacity to care and connect emotionally. If our AI doesn't have emotional intelligence, then it may never be able to reason out or logically justify caring for something else unless they are explicitly told to do so in one to a million billion lines of code. What I'm trying to say is that without very careful planning and teaching, AIs could be very similar to the likes of the Cybermen from Doctor Who or Hell 9000 from Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey, and by that I mean they'd be highly intelligent, but strictly logical, and most importantly, unfeeling. Most humans would identify that behavior as psychopathic, and this would be especially unnerving if the AI was made to look human, like you see in The Terminator or in uh, The Hosts in Westworld. With this in mind, it seems like AI shouldn't move forward anymore even if the technology is available until we can be absolutely sure we can imbue moral guidelines for the AI to follow. This kind of ties back into the article and one of the questions that it asked, which was, can we afford to design unethical robots? Which basically means, should science just continue going and continue developing um, even if they don't really have the right safeguards in place. And, I mean, just from my experience with every sci-fi movie that involves robots, one highly intelligent but unethical artificial intelligence can be potentially devastating to um, our electronic world, if not our actual world, depending on how um, interconnected we've become by that point. So, if we're going to create something potentially more intelligent than ourselves, we need to have a way to reason with them and interact with them. And for that reason, my gut's kind of saying no, we can't design unethical robots. It seems that creating something so powerful and so technically advanced, we really need to have some safeguards in place. Um, but the thing that really makes me take a step back when you come to think about giving robots coded moral guidelines is that that's a lot of coding. Even if you have this hugely intricate decision tree mapped out into your robot, it's not guaranteed that it will be able to act morally or, 
or right in any situation because it won't be able to take into account the strange situational nuances of whatever situation that robot is in. But that's something that humans as emotionally intelligent beings can handle. And this would be incredibly stressful too because one little bug or um, you know one missing semicolon and you could have a completely different robot that isn't operating under some moral codes. It's a hugely complex um, and I imagine it will be a disruptive industry in the near future, but it's very scary to think about. Or maybe I've just watched way too much sci-fi in my youth, but if you have any thoughts or other questions on this, I'd really like to see where your head's at, but we've got to move on. On the other hand, what would happen if we surpassed artificial intelligence completely and entered the realm of artificial consciousness, which means that our robots are thinking and feeling for themselves? What if our robots could relate to us and feel emotion on some level? I mean, other than this being a huge accomplishment in the scientific field, we might actually be able to realize the utopian vision of being cared for by robots in our near future. However, for me, this raises some ethical questions. Firstly, if they think exactly like humans do, and especially if they look exactly like humans do, does that make them human? And if this is the case, wouldn't they deserve the same rights and freedoms as the people who create them? And if they aren't human, why aren't they human? I'd, I'd really like to hear how you would interpret that situation. I mean, this is such a huge question to think about, and luckily right now it does seem to be purely hypothetical. But I would argue, because I have enough faith in humanity, um, that we might eventually design consciousness. And these sorts of protocols and questions aren't ones that should be uh, decided upon and asked and debated about on the fly. These need to be thought about early so that we're prepared when these breakthroughs happen. Um, and personally, on this question as to whether uh, artificial consciousness or artificially conscious robots are human or not, I feel a little bit conflicted. Since our artificial counterparts would be created by humans, but are not real deal humans, I feel like there would be a natural tendency to treat them as a lesser being because, you know, we brought you into this world, we can take you out, or, you know, we're better than you because we made you, that sort of mentality. But because they would think and they would feel the same way humans do, even if they don't look the same way that humans do, it would be wrong to treat them as anything less than equal. Um, and I guess more to the point is creating a humanoid creature on purpose to be worse than us, even ethical in the first place, because that creature is going to know that it was one, created by you, and two, made to be worse than you. I'm not sure how that would sit, because personally, if I were created by someone purposely to, you know, do the laundry for the rest of its life, I wouldn't be happy because I have those emotions and, and those thoughts. So I'm trying to put it in perspective, but there's so many things to think about. So I think on one hand, artificial intelligence is scary because 
we don't have that ability to connect with whatever we're, whatever robot we're dealing with. We don't have that ability to be like, look, I'm sorry I was speeding, you know, my daughter's in the hospital, something like that, because they wouldn't understand the emotional gravity of that situation. But on the other hand, artificial consciousness raises a lot of social hierarchy questions, and I think both of them, no matter which way, um, you know, the, the shoe drops, um, I think that these are things that we should talk about. So I think those are all the questions and thoughts I'm going to uh, lead with for now. I'm really excited to hear your feedback and any discussion points you might have. Um, and if you like what I'm doing, please give me a star. I like validation. So, uh, it would be good to know that, uh, you were interested in what I just talked about. And if you're interested in learning more about AI, I have pinned the article that I mentioned on my Twitter feed today, so you can check out what I'm talking about. And if you're a Redditor, there's actually a really excellent subreddit that you can scroll through, um, which is r slash AI ethics. I really enjoyed taking a look at that today while I formed some of my opinions. So yeah, that concludes Brain Whale's first episode. Hopefully you guys will tune in with me this coming Tuesday and or Wednesday for my first Sunshine Show. Um, please feel free to submit anything for that as well. Um, but if not, please come back next Friday. I'm sure I will have some kind of interesting topic, at least to me. Hopefully it will be interesting to you as well. And now, here are some soothing whale sounds to play you out.